Hello and welcome to PlayStation Unchained, episode 135. Yes, big, big number. Yeah, my God. Yes. 135. <laughs> yes, they are very, very big numbers. Um, it is me, Neil Bolt, here again in the hosty, hosty chair. It is Toasty Toasty. And also, we have Lord Chili himself, Ben Shillerville Hall. How you doing, Benifer? Uh, not too not too bad, thank you. Uh, better now that we're recording this again. Now yep, that we've got we, rid of that offensive right. intro we did. <laughs> yes. Mike will be best <laughs> pleased that we didn't go with the original intro for this episode. <laughs> um, no, I, must admit, I will ask Gary for the recording because I want to hear what I sound like doing that voice. That sounds stupid. We'll- I tell you what, that that will probably be the new intro before the intro music. I think we'll we'll get, <laughs> we'll get Kevin to cobble that together. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, anyway, yes, you're here, and of course, he's not the only one. I say, of course, like we've never done a two-man podcast before. Um, it's never happened here before, ever. Yes, but lurking in the deep, he is the muscles from Milwaukee. <laughs> He's, probably, he's not from Milwaukee, but it's funny in that way. Um, Gary, Inspector Zero. How you doing, Gary? You make it sound like I'm some creeper in a raper van watching people. <laughs> from the well, deep. I have to look outside just to make sure. Yeah. It's the, it's the first thing you came to your head, Gary. So, you know, it's there. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> yes, it's me, the guy who messed up the podcast. I'm sorry. No, no, the, the software messed up the podcast this time. So, oh, yeah. But yeah, don't worry, you, you'll get your horrible, terrible Mike Harridan's impressions all the same. Um, I was saying in the original recording, we talk about video games in this thing, and mostly ones based on PlayStation, though we have been known to talk about other things outside that. Um, see several Nintendo references for the last eight weeks. Um, but... We first always talk about what we were playing this week, and we normally don't really go very far with Ben because he either plays Final Fantasy XIV, or if he's having a particularly fruity week, he uh, plays Warframe as well. But the gods have spoken, and it apparently turns out that Ben has played a third game this week, a third different game that's not an online RPG or of any kind, no looting. None of that. It's well, Ben. You tell us what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a game called Worms WMD uh, WMD on the PS4, and it does kind. I guess it does kind of have looting because you can look around for weapons. It, it certainly uh, has crafting, doesn't it? It definitely has crafting system where you can find crafting items and use them to craft different types of weapons, such as electric sheep or um, phony batteries that explode and kill everyone. Or grandmas. You can craft grandmas. Craft grandmas. <laughs> sheep on a rope, which took me ages to work out what that meant. It just meant that the sheep has a ninja rope that can swing around. I kept trying to put it onto like edges to try and have the sheep like dangle down and explode. No, no, it just well, is yeah. a ninja rope. <laughs> it swings about like Spider Man, Spider Sheep. Spider Sheep. But sheep on a rope. That's whatever like. a spider can. It sounds amazing. <laughs> it does. It really does. Uh, as vehicles such as tanks, um, helicopters, and giant robots that you can pilot using your worms. The helicopter does take some time to get used to. And the tank, for some reason, has double jump. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And you can double jump with a tank. It, it, it was very confusing when I was doing the tutorial. The tutorial was like, Press X to jump tank. I'm like, okay. And then later on, it's like, hold X to jump the tank higher. Okay. And double tap X to double jump the tank. Yeah, that doesn't sound like You know it's a tank, right? (laughs) Get enough hydraulics on that thing. You're good to go. Yeah. (laughs) That's El Loco Tanko, that one. uh... Hydraulics are powerful as the sea, maybe. (laughs) Yeah. Tank, tank, tanks can jump now. So, yeah, really so, high for so, so the same height as the worms can jump. For, because, because that makes sense. Suppose, so yeah, if you like worms, I do recommend it. Yeah, and crafting, you know, which is obviously the flavour of the the year 
decade, probably. Yeah, you can dismantle weapons, or you can find crates which will have weapon parts inside them and then use them to craft your weapons. Hmm. Um, So it's not like a battle game anymore? What do you mean? Well, I remember Worms where you were, you know, on the battlefield on one side, the enemies were on the other side. You can't can't, do that as well. How far your weapons go, how the radius of the damage, and you... Yeah, you still love that. Aiming and all that, that's the same as the old worms. Okay. The way you're making a sound, it's like, oh, I like... It it sounds more to me like the way you were describing it, like it's a 2D platformer now. There is a lot of platforming elements to it with like the the jetpack, the ninja rope, the jumping. There's a a few more platforming elements than there was, but it's still a battlefield, battlefield game at heart. Okay. It's just it has those extra features that I think you could disable. And it also has the typical um, seed generator for when you're doing multiplayer matches so you can customize your own maps. Mm-hmm. You can also customize every worm in your team and you can yeah just do everything you could before. Does it have local multiplayer? Yes, it has local and online. And it has local online as well. Very nice. Uh, how Is it just two players? Two players. Well, I don't know. I couldn't really test because I don't have friends. He did pass the pad, can't you, though, with the worms, if I remember rightly. I guess I could try that with myself, pass yeah. it to myself. That's what I did the on the The guy with 900 PlayStation friends on PSN doesn't have I any- meant local friends. Yeah, people <laughs> in Skyrim. I have, like, two local friends. Okay. <laughs> I could play online with as many people as I can, but I can't locally friend much so so yeah shockingly ben played three games this week um i know Armageddon is about to happen wormageddon as one could say one could indeed say if they were thinking of puns based on actual video game titles and related to the video game they were talking about which is actually a weapon by the way as well wormageddon yeah <laughs> of course of course it is oh Right, then. Um, Gary, you have been playing some video games because that sometimes happens too. But uh, yeah. you're still playing Deus Ex, the Mankind Divided, I, I believe. Yeah, I actually, I finished it yesterday, actually. Oh. Right. Without, um, yes, without spoiling anything, so to speak. With the ending and the, uh, I assume you saw the mid-credits bit. Yes. Yeah. Interesting. Um, Very Thing. Because like there is the side quest you get right in the beginning of the game, yeah. After you find out what happened to you, and that side quest like carries on all the way to the end of the game. It's like mm. continuous side quest, and it's I think it's great that they kind of linked that side quest to the main quest, especially that deleted scene. Yeah, because you kind of know that. Yeah, I'm not going to spoil it, but yeah, it links to that. And I was like, wow, so if you don't do the side quest, you miss out on this whole chunk of the story, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and an important one. And it also means that if you were to have played Human Revolution and not bothered with the DLC, you've kind of not quite in the know about everything as well. And so mm-hmm. it really is a very deeply ingrained thing. But it yes. is, which is kind of annoying in a way because you're making a a side thing have more to do with the main story than mm. being an actual side quest. And but then with Human Revolution, you also have a DLC which is like fifteen dollars, have more to do with mankind divided than the actual Human Revolution story did. Yeah, so, well, you know, it's called the Missing Link, so it. it kind of tells it already it's a, that but it still didn't tell you no know, the key points you know that we sort of discover extra things about it so we went here it's yeah and the, the ending is abrupt enough that it does feel like this was a bigger game and given square's recent history with making games into pieces it would suggest that that's been their plan all along that they're just like this was one game. They turned it into two, maybe three games, which I think Jim Sterling was saying that a while back, actually, that you know he'd heard quite reliably that that's what they want to do with their games quite now is make them into multi-part things and 
you know, someone like that. So that to me is well, why it feels like it's pretty much yeah, it, really. it is. Um, you know, Life is Strange obviously was episodic naturally. Uh, Hitman episodic, yeah. and so and this does have a feel of unfinished business, like the middle chapter of a trilogy, if you will. And it, yeah, but I really hate that thought process because you're always going to take the chance that the game will fail, mm. and you won't fund the continuation. Then you're just going to leave people hanging with the story. Too right. I've seen it happen to plenty of games. Like it almost happened to Xenosaga. You know, it was supposed to be a six-part game. Thankfully, Namco decided to not cancel it after the first game, um, but turn it into a three-part trilogy instead of a six-one. Um, it almost happened to it, and that sucks. And I've seen plenty of games that have that kind of an ending that we'll never see an ending to, like the Mindgate conspiracy back on the PS2. Yeah. I, I don't think that'll be a problem for Deus Ex, to be honest. I think... I'm, no, probably not, but I'm just saying it's always a risk you're, you're taking yeah. doing something like that. I mean, you, you think about it, the game does take place in one place a lot, you know, this time, over Human Revolution, and that kind of is the biggest giveaway that it wasn't the same in that regard, as you know, that it was almost like a part of the game, but a very big part. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing how many comparisons there are with this and the Phantom Pain, you know, and in lots of different ways. But the difference here, I think is that, you know, it's clearer where it matters and you know, you're going to get more of it. You know, whereas (laughs) Konami's was a very much a case of, well, there could be more of it, but it won't be the story this guy's been telling. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it'll, it'll be a, a co-op game with four, yeah. <laughs> four, four fucking zombies. I just, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so yeah, it, no, cool. I do agree with you that it just kind of ends abruptly. Um, like a whole cutscene was just removed from the game, is what it felt like. Um, Did you um, just without again without giving much away, but? End conversation before you get to the credits themselves. Like, uh-huh. It just didn't feel like an end scene. It just felt like the game had stopped and forgotten what it was doing. Is it just, yeah. And it then just you, got the recap. You, you got the yeah. recap of like everything you did in the game <laughs> and the yeah. outcome of all your choices, which, which I thought was pretty cool, to be honest. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it, it did feel like it was just... Just kind of left you hanging. Yeah. Um, On the same merit, though, Christ still finding such detail in that world. I'm on New Game Plus now, and which is annoying if you want to go and get that mission early on, which uh, unlocks all your org stuff without overheating, uh, mm-hmm. because it's already done when you start over. So <laughs> it's like, I was there going through that. You still, yeah, if you want the trophy, obviously, you know, if you're going for it, then yeah, you've got to go the trophy. That's the only way to get that trophy. Yeah. So, you know, well. you still do all the stuff, go through the motions and stuff. But, yeah, it's fun being slightly better powered, but ramping the difficulty up a bit again. Just sort of seeing how it goes. And, yeah, it's still so much detail. So many little cool side stories. I found one yesterday in the first time you're in Prague. That, like in this underground place in the sewers. You know, like, like a cult. don't know if you found yeah. that one. Yeah, nice. Yeah, like you, you got to miss a lot of the side stuff because you had to get the game ready for a review. Yeah, I so. only got to sort of sample the odd bit here and there, and it that sort of drove home, unfortunately for me, the abruptness at the end because the game felt like it was done a lot quicker. You know, it's like, so like I'm sure I spent you know, a good 30, 40 hours on Human Revolution before I saw the end of the story, and it's like, well, I don't know, possibly because I'm more okay with the mechanics here and, you know, and how it works. Also, another note: the Mankind Divided default controls are dog shit. It's like cannot play with them. It's like they're terrible. I don't know why they picked them. The best ones are just going back to Human Revolutions and the, the adapted Human Revolution controls. Um, but yeah, it's just yeah, it is. more and more I play it. Yeah, more and more I play it. The more I can't see how people are giving it six out of ten. I really can't. Uh, quite conversely, it was someone who gave it seven out of ten. 
I think it was Alice Bell at Video Gamer who said she couldn't see how anyone was giving it nines. And it was like, which, you know, she argued her seven very well. I thought, you know, she had good points about why she, you know, what she didn't like and you know, still obviously a lot of praise for the game. But, yeah, there were reviews lower than that that just seemed to miss the point. I do wonder if the rushing through and not really experiencing the world halted them yeah, a bit. Because yeah. no, I don't think I everyone think even went there. The game will definitely Sorry? be a negative. Yeah, I would say, like, having to rush through the game, you miss a lot of the best parts of the game. Mm. Yeah, um, that's it. And though I didn't rush per se, you know, I obviously had to not go off course too much, I would say. So I took my time in missions and things like that. Still had fun doing that because I like playing stealthy and non-lethal and as much as I can. So that obviously makes things a lot harder to do quickly. But yeah. to me, that's if it, that's what I wanted to see is it, had they fixed that side of Deus Ex. And it's like, you can just play that game however the hell you want. You know, it's brilliant in that regard. It's like, I, I swore to myself second time around, I was like, I'll be more you know, violent and aggressive on my second playthrough. Nope, trying to be sneakier than ever. Just <laughs> because it's fun. It's really fun to be sneaky and mess with people's heads and see if you can get into lockdown areas without being seen and getting out again. And it's just, oh, in many ways, it's the Metal Gear game I wanted, you know. Yeah. Uh, Phantom Pain had its Metal Gear moments, but it was a, you know, an evolution of that stealth style. This feels, you know, I mean, there's there's one bit in that game that feels very much like it's Metal Gear Solid, you know. <laughs> it's uh, the, when you go somewhere and uh, meet a fairly big character for the first time, or the second time, I should say, and find out the what they're all about. And, uh, yeah, there's a place that's very reminiscent of a Metal Gear game. And, uh, <laughs> like to the point I was like, yeah, yeah, this is, this has to be some sort of homage. I was sad about that because that one, because I had to go through it so quickly just to just focus on what I was doing. I didn't really get to look around much and like that. And that's, that's like the hardest part in the game, in my opinion, too. Yeah, it is. And I think that was half of it. I just wanted to get out of there and just like, oh, just that. but I didn't think yeah, it like, done. There were just, so many enemies next to each other all the time. It was like impossible to take anybody down. Ugh. Yeah, that's it. Bad. Oh, second time around though, made sure I early out the way got the um, remote hacking stuff because it's just saves so much trouble. <laughs> With all the stuff it really does. That's an essential yes. augmentation. <laughs> but fantastic, fantastic game. And the more I think about it, the more I think it's just question though for you. Better. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, but were you able to complete both objectives? Yes. Yes, I was. Okay. Yeah. Um, I was wondering if, if you can't complete both objectives. <laughs> no, you can. And in fact, to be honest, the, it's more likely you will than you won't. Uh, and a law of averages because... Uh, so they got rid of the, the three different endings then. It's pretty much just one ending. Yeah, I mean, it funnels into the same basic thing. I think you can get you know, the people, you, know, you can end up with part of it not working out for you, but uh, I haven't found how that's happened. And initially, I went through and I failed the optional. I think it's the optional requirement that you get that, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. that affects it. And I was so adamant I had to do it, and I had to make sure I did it, all of it. And it was, it's a fun puzzle, though. I'll tell you, for, you know, figuring out yeah. how to do that undetected it was one of my favorite sections of the whole game. Just It was a shame that it was so near the end all of a sudden. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I me, will say I, I was disappointed with boss fights. Well, the lack thereof and then just the one. Well... See, I, See think I thought people complained last time that they had too many boss fights. Well, no, I think they, they, they were just the reason they complained is ah. because you didn't get a choice in what happens in the boss fight. Right? You can still do the boss fight stealthily in the Human Revolution, but the cutscene will always be the same. And I think that's why people ah, okay. about it. I, I do think there's a couple that I probably avoided, to be honest. I think that might be why it seemed that it was quite lean on the boss front. But, uh, 
because conversation so up. Yeah, like, it was. It was you know, actually, the first time it was one move. <laughs> <laughs> I was listening to someone yesterday who said they accidentally took them out because they were trying to move boxes out of the way. Crates. They, they actually dropped one on his head, and it just took him out. It's like, okay, fair enough. Me, I just hid in a in an air duct and just went back and forth shooting him from either side. So once I took out the the bits and bobs, it's the easiest pie. But the first time I went in there, I didn't know what I was doing, and I was getting frustrated and thinking, ah, oh, I just want to get this one done so I can carry on with the rest of the game. The rest of the game that never came. So. That never came. Uh, yeah. Ah, right. Yes, but yeah, it's. I think it's more because you just want to be playing more of that game. I mean, that, that's what it is. It's just there's so well, much. I think they could, have, they could have done something cool with the boss fight, like have it in stages. Like, okay, you, you take the upper hand the first stage, and then he changes his tactics in the next stage, and then the next stage. You know, kind of like know. an uncharted. Say yeah. uncharted two, which I thought was the worst boss fight, but you know what I mean, where he he starts doing new things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Uh, I suppose then that would have been a little too close to being like a Metal Gear game in a lot of ways. What about the controversy about the pre-order bonus? I don't think it's a controversy. No, well, it was a little bit, but the fact that they it wasn't really advertised as what they got <sighs> because the fact that it's a consumable, yeah, you lose if you. You lose it when you change, yeah, making you say, well, "Yeah, but that makes sense." You know, at the same time, yes, it's a bit iffy not to say it outright, but then I think but a lot of games will, well, if you have like extra currency and stuff like that, it'll just be credited as soon as you make a new, yeah, yeah. new. It's like game. you get to keep guns and stuff for any pre-orders, so there's no no problems like that. Yeah. But it is just like literally the stuff that would be consumable once anyway. Yeah. So it just means you don't get to carry it over and over and over. Fair enough. I think it's because in Human Revolution there was a similar thing and they let you carry over stuff more. So, to be fair, they did change uh, the say that the phrase of of at the advertisement for that pre order bonus. Like I think two three weeks before the game came out. So, I thought for some people it wasn't until afterwards. Hmm. Well, maybe some people noticed it afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I think people are just in a very toxic mood at the moment with uh, video games and having problems. That, and yet, despite that, it's, uh, it's still mainly quite positive about where Mankind Divide is concerned, it's, which is Plus, happy. Does it really matter? Like Towards the halfway point, if you augment your character correctly, you're so overpowered. Yeah. And, you got new, and you have New Game Plus, which pretty much just exactly. carries over everything anyway. It's like, God, what does it matter? Just, just, just get the Titan armor and you will never die. Yeah. Just walk around I went to, yeah. I went to Zola the second time round after he tinkers with you and that and found that I had nine practice kits waiting for me. And it's like, and that was just carried over. And I was like, oh, I'll have to chop and change. And, it's like, and then, of course, I found that I had all my orgs unlocked without any overheating. So I could just like pick whatever I want. And I was like, this is brilliant. Great. This is and yeah, made got so many cool little new tricks to try out and new areas to explore as a result. And it's great. And now I I did wonder at first. I was like, new game plus really that necessary? So because <laughs> apart from the fact that obviously the game ended sooner than I thought, and maybe it's a way to actually get to use more of the powers and things. But yeah, it's see the benefit. Plus. Yeah, it's it's good. I'm glad it's got new game, new game plus. To be honest, um, but before we make this all about Deus Ex, um, what else have you played, Gary? Anything? Uh, I got back into the Neo beta that came out. Uh, Neo, it's the Onimusha style Dark Souls, if you will. Yes, that's pretty much exactly what it is. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, uh, a lot of changes. I think a lot of positive changes from mm. the last the alpha test they did. They now have a tutorial for you to do. Thank God. <laughs> um, tutorial. The combat is more fluid. Um, it's uh, a lot easier now, so it's not like Dark Souls brutality. Um, okay. Yeah, so it, it's still hard. I would say it's more Ninja Gaiden hard now than anything else. 
Oh, but you can still get worked pretty quickly if you're not paying attention. Yeah. Okay. The upgrade so, system is a lot more understandable now. Like in the alpha, they're like, "Oh, you can upgrade your ninjutsu and your spirit and all this," and it's like, "Well, what the hell does it do?" You know, what's ninjutsu? Like they didn't tell you any of that stuff, but now they do. So thankfully, yeah. And they added dual wielding as Ooh. a as a fighting style, which is phenomenal. But yeah, no, it's it's definitely a lot better, a lot smoother. Uh, I think the graphics got a got a nice little boost as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely more friendly than it was before. That's good to hear. I'm glad to hear that. It's uh, because it did sound like it was just being a bit too hard for the sake of being hard originally. But then this is obviously what they want to do is test it out with people to see if they can sort of balance it. Because I think that's a lot of games that do try to do the solves thing is they try too hard you know, to be and forget why souls is you know popular it's not because it's hard it's because there's a richness behind it you know it's like you know the scenery tells a story there's you, there's a story in those games with beyond just hacking and slashing you know you can go look for it and it's pretty subtle and i think that's what you need to do if you're going to do that sort of game. It's good that your combat's challenging and everything feels like you must keep your focus. That's great. And that, that really works well for something that, you know, with the basis that Neo has, you know, because you know, the whole samurai style stuff, it's, it works perfectly with the idea of patience and aggression. It's great. So yeah, I'm glad I might have to, check that out and uh yes now i'm slightly far removed from the nightmare that was dark souls free it's uh i might learn to love again (laughs) it's still hard like i've died plenty of times still but it's i've died a lot less than i did before (laughs) yeah fair enough fair enough Was, was that everything this week for you i believe so yeah Oh, good, because I've got lots. <laughs> um, uh, I won't mention them all, to be honest, because some of them aren't really worth mentioning in the long run. I played a poker game, um, which was for review. For the, it just one of those ones that came up, and I was like, oh, I, I could do that in a few minutes. I don't really like poker in real life, but in video games I do. Because I think I said in my review, it's like I liked uh, Telltale's Poker Night at the Inventory series, and uh, like playing it in Red Dead, so that. But yeah, in real life, I just find it soul-sappingly boring, and just want to disown any friends that ever suggest it as a, a, an activity. But uh, I think it's because it's not real money, and you're not playing in someone's kitchen. You're you're playing in like saloons and things like that. So prominence poker. It's nice in a cut. It's like The Sims if they did poker, and it's like it's a nice drop-in, drop-out online element to it as well that works you know which is quite fascinating and yeah it's free to play i believe as well so it's actually quite competitive and fun for what it is you can play single player stuff but it does have very much it's a it's very much an online rpg about poker which never thought i'd say but there you go yeah i gave it seven out of ten in the review and yeah surprisingly good Oh, what else? Hitman, of course, uh, had a new episode to continue Square Enix's great stealthy, stealthy you know, Batman series of games recently. And not as good as the other episodes in the Hitman series, but still very, very good. And that game is still, at the minute, this Square pretty neck and neck. My personal game of the year with uh, Deus Ex and Hitman you know, at the minute, so... Who knows? Maybe Final Fantasy 15 will be like surprise number three for me, which I, I highly doubt it, but you never know. Uh, what else do I play? Um, before I get to the main one, um, I picked up Rock Band 4 because it was 25 quid for the game and the guitar set um, over here this week. And I realized I had like over 130 songs from previous games that I could download into it. So I was like, yeah, well, value. Yeah, it's still rock band. So you can now do like freestyle solos, which is brilliant. So you can just sit there whittling away on the guitar like uh, Jimi Hendrix or something. It's without ever really doing anything amazing. 
but it's still looking cool in game not actually when you're flinging a plastic guitar about but, uh, um final game though um the one that's most important but i can't say much about is inside which is a game that came out on xbox one a few months ago a couple of months ago i think and is by the creators of limbo um it came out on ps4 this week it's Starts very much like Limbo, if you've ever played it, and but it just gets weirder and odder and darker and bleaker, and it's just... It's a game that I can honestly say, of games that I don't think I could have seen the end part coming a million times over. Just It's not like a shocking twist or anything, it's just that what happens is so odd and weird that it's like, nah, it's just, what? Really, you'd honestly have to play it to understand. But without saying a single word in that game, it tells a story so well. Yeah, and it's just absolutely fantastic game. And it's been very difficult trying to sort of draw up the words to think about writing for the review without really giving anything away, because you really, really, really do need to go into playing it without any knowledge, if you can beyond knowing that you're a boy being chased by things that's it and it's just fantastic i i didn't really like limbo a lot but and did worry about this game when it started very much like that but yeah it's much much better and again just this month you know sadly no Man's sky wasn't quite the game i'd hoped in some ways and no a bit of me had hoped it would be like the game of this month, but it's not. But instead, Deus Ex and Inside, both games that would say solidly are a nine out of ten at least. You know, and it's great to have that. It's like I, I've worried this year that there's not really been a lot of solid nine out of ten games. Personally, it's like although I've given a couple of nines out, and yeah, it's great to have that. All of a sudden, you know, two games that I can honestly say I have no qualms about giving a nine to at the very least. And it's it's great, brilliant stuff. So yeah, that's that concludes the games I have played. But yeah, I would recommend anyone who even if you didn't enjoy Limbo to try inside. About four or five hours uh, of gameplay. Really good inventive puzzles, you know, but despite being really simple. As, I, as well, and ah, again, struggling to say things about it without saying anything spoilery. Anyway, um, beyond that, we should probably just do some bits and bobs of uh, stuff here. Ben, any particular subject from this week you would like to talk about? Nothing I can think about, Nothing really. You can think about. Uh, I best guess the PlayStation Plus thing. Really, the price. Yeah, yeah. Everyone knew about that. It's going to happen. <laughs> the price increase. Price increase. I mean, in one area, it hasn't come to Europe yet, as far as I know. Came to Europe so, last year. Yeah, we yeah, we had yeah, one after weird. the initial one, didn't we? Because didn't US have one, and then we had one straight after. No, I don't think this is the, this is the first time in six years that there's been a price increase in in America. Hmm, okay. Hey, as I said, for the last couple of years, I've not. Until this year, I haven't paid for Plus, so I never really noticed the difference. <laughs> but, you know, I expected it with the whole pound being yeah, worthless and now. So, yeah, if you supported that vote and uh, to be out of Europe, there you go. It's your own fault. your own fault. I expected stuff like this to happen once I've currency just dropped because they're going to have to sort of balance out anyway. Yeah. God, why didn't we write that headline? That would have been perfect. That would have got people up in arms and so. Brexit is cause <laughs> PlayStation Plus, I think. Wouldn't that be nice? Yes, so, yeah, unfortunate. Still think they may be going to have some revisions coming on their thing on the 7th of September. Lord, Lord knows they've got to have something to announce that hasn't leaked out into the public already, so it's... Um, they're going to announce that I'm the new VP. The new VP. The PlayStation. <laughs> You're the man in charge. I'm going to replace Kevin Butler. <laughs> You're the man in charge of making sure no one gets these consoles early. Huh? <laughs> You've done a terrible job. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my fault they offered me Warframe mm. package. 
just noticed that just uh, a bit came through on that new PS4 model, actually, that it does support 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi. That's interesting. I, I said that like it means anything. I've got a metal wall in my house, so Wi-Fi signals kind of die. Yeah, a fridge freezer is pretty much the cause of most much of our problems. I think it's, uh, it sits between everything. Uh, yeah, yeah. I live in a little basement flat, and there used to be like a fireplace. Do you know, I've always thought you lived like an overlooking the sea sort of thing high up. I don't know why. Ah. <laughs> 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 uh. Yeah, I live in a little basement so flat. Shattered my illusion of you know. Terrible. <laughs> but I do live near the cliff, near the sea, even though I live in the basement flat. Your name flat, isn't so. on And although it's stupid, it's in a basement flat, but you have to go up the stairs to get mm. to it. Interesting. Because it's elevated from oh, the right, road. Yeah, so it, I, I've still got a kind of rough idea of what Scarborough's <laughs> like now, apart from like Yarnum yeah. and Budborn. And, and Dust Wars. <laughs> And they're overpriced. Have you heard of... Uh, I'm sorry for bringing this up in our video game, Ray, oh, but Oh, my God. They decided to make a new water park in Scarborough oh, yeah. with uh, three whole slides Oof. in it. And do you know how much the entry fee is? Go on. £20. Oh, spoiling us. <laughs> I'm going to get a family trip to Scarborough straight away. No, because the family ticket is £65. Oh, well, I, I think it's great value. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, You get three whole slides. Hey, those three whole slides are probably better than the ten somewhere else. Hey, that's you true. Sure they are. <laughs> I, would say, I wouldn't be surprised if you, they didn't explode. There's a good chance somehow. they're slightly better than the ones at Chernobyl. Yeah. They might be better than those might ones. Might be. Yeah. I, no one, no yeah. one can really test them. So. Too. Yeah, the water will probably be less re- ad- uh, radioactive. Yeah. Too then. soon, Neil. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> like, it's, not, it's not rooming. Hey, we're praising it as a good holiday spot compared yeah. to Scarborough. It's always too soon <laughs> to talk about Chernobyl. <laughs> hey, when they can set video games, don't there, get to Scarborough. Visit Chernobyl. When they can set video games there. It's fine. Honestly, yeah. It's apparently, fine. Call of Duty told me I can live in Chernobyl because people are there. Yeah. And, yeah, it's fine. And Stalker. Stalker's pretty much set entirely in Chernobyl and tells you there's monsters living there, so... Yeah. Um, I believe it. There's monsters I living there. I believe video games more than we are. Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. It, it's it's easier, I think, in some cases, because you see what's out there and you think, yeah, yeah, I, I honestly would prefer to not be in this sort of uh, environment. But yes, um... Back to the plus stuff. It it was inevitable it was going to go up regardless of what perceived quality is, but the fact that people have been moaning about quality for, what, three years? Um, it's Yeah, it was going to rile people up straight away. And I don't know. I still think they will have something to say on the 7th, that there'll be a change to the system. I've always advocated that, that PS Now would have to become a part of it somehow, you know, or a form of PS Now, so that people can, you know, get on board that way. Don't forget as well, they're adding PS Now to yeah, PCs. and this is why it makes you think could make PS Plus something that's more, you know, uh, outside of just consoles. You know, it's like you could make that a subscription service to several Sony services rather than just free games. So perhaps you could have. You can get games if you have the consoles, you know, maybe one or two there for the PS4. At this point, ditch the PS3 and just go PS Now route. Vita's pretty much not got enough coming to it to keep getting free games at this rate. I mean, the fact that they're having to ditch out PSP games every month says it all. So, yeah, it's how you cater to people. And maybe that's the best way. Maybe have rentals for PS Video, you know, PS View or Video, whatever they have. Um, PS Now rentals and that, yeah, and work it that way. And then at least some of your stuff doesn't have to rely on you being on a console. Sony can sell more subscriptions, perhaps, outside of that, and we get a better deal overall. But problem is the fact that it's tied into the online stuff this time around, and last time, you know, it was quite voluntary before. 
but then maybe that's it. It's the fact that they, they have to have it now and they don't have to entice you with things if you don't want, want to get it. It's a shame, but... Well, there's certain games that still don't oh, need yeah, entirely. PS Plus. Like, any, free, any free-to-play game doesn't need PS Plus to play online, and subscription-based games like Final Fantasy XIV don't need PS Plus to play online. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we'll see much different, sadly. As much as I hope they will do something in September, I, it's very Sony to just sort of ignore the problem and say, oh, well, you know, prices have to go up because, which yeah, is fair, unfortunately. I don't think we haven't had any um, other Matrix based names, so I doubt there'll be anything about it. I mean, it could be called the Oracle. PS Oracle, yeah. yeah. Oh, brilliant. Yes. Let's call the Surface PS Oracle. <laughs> Well, we've got the supposed Trinity, the PS VR thing. Then you got the Morpheus, which was the V, it was yeah. the VR. Now you got the Neo. It's Keymaker, isn't it? Yeah. Or those weird albino twins. I guess Keymaker. <laughs> PS weird <laughs> albino twins. No, I would say P- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now you're playing with ghosty power. And then we're going to get hacked again by Mr. Smith. <laughs> there we go. Jeez. We've got the new Matrix movie. Uh, does that make Mark Cerny the architect? <laughs> Literally <laughs> the architect. Uh, anyway, what does that make? What does make Yoshi? That's what I said. He'd probably be the key maker, wouldn't he? Anyway. So yeah, plus yeah. would be Oracle. Then. <laughs> so yeah, plus would be Oracle. You heard it here first. If it happens, <laughs> yeah, PlayStation we Oracle. are the Oracles telling you that it would be Oracle. Oh dear. <laughs> anyway, that stuff about that. Um, what other news stories do we have? Uh, Final Fantasy 15 is going to go the opposite way to Final Fantasy 13 and uh, be open at the start <laughs> and more linear later on, which is the best news you could give about a Final Fantasy game, really after that because that pretty much was the argument for anyone who believed in Final Fantasy 13 was yes yeah, it's, it's good you just have to wait 20 30 hours stop going up corridors and then it will open up nah nah not doing that for any game so it makes sense corridor yeah. simulator i mean does it not make sense to you that if you can have a, a game like that open world to start with is brilliant of course the game narrows down as you get into the end game because things get more focused well, look at most every look at Final Seven. Look how open that was, and then suddenly you get to the uh, final cave, you know, the final dungeon, yeah. and suddenly it's linear. In fact, you think about how many games do that, where it's, they open up, and then when you get to the final area, they pretty much warn you that hey, you aren't going to be able to come back here for a while because you've got to do this thing. It's like, it makes sense. You got you better stop, um, better stop riding your chocobos and racing your chocobos. You're going to have to stop that yeah, meteor now. Like, come on, you, you've put it off long enough. <laughs> so the dish is all over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so I, I, think, I think the statement is kind of taken the wrong way. I think what it is is you'll have all this air, new areas to explore in the beginning, but then there's no more areas to explore towards the second half. So as the story goes, the story is just going to take place in the same areas that you've already visited. But you all have an aircraft and you can fly around and go, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's all I mean. I think it just means that, oh, you won't be able to explore brand new big areas anymore. Yeah, or it is just like closeted off areas that are just like indoor things, only one-off that you don't ever see again. Which is also possible, I think. Yeah. Either way, it sounds good. There's stuff about it that sounds like Final Fantasy VIII, so it's clearly going to be better than anything that's come out since Final Fantasy VIII. Oh, by the way, Final Fantasy VIII-wise, um, they screwed up the Final Fantasy XIV uh, anniversary live letter last night, oh, yeah. a couple of nights ago. Neil? But anyway, they're advertising the veteran war right. yeah, subscribers. And they were going to put what the 1,440-day reward was, but they realized they hadn't actually finished it yet, um, so it just ended up as an <laughs> error page. But they kind of um, admit, they said what it was because they wanted to, people to know, 
and it squalls oh, outfit man, from Final Fantasy VIII. But to be honest, actually, if it was Cypher's outfit, that'd be much better. But yeah, that's okay, terrible. Cypher. Cypher is. Leather pants, a leather jacket—that's all you get. Yay! And the silver. Oh, pen. the thing you can never see in the middle of the fight. <laughs> 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 Nothing better than cosmetic stuff you can't see. Oh man, that's like it's like when a game gives you underwear. Why do they get underwear? And it's like you don't actually ever see it unless oh, you. What really... about for female characters, Ben? What do they get? They wow. get a squall outfit. Probably get a lunar outfit or Renoa. <laughs> Oh, that's right. the new. We already talked about this yeah. last week. If you go to <laughs> yesterday. No, Fanfest yeah, got announced sorry, this week. Yesterday. The outfits. Yeah, yeah, the Fanfest outfits. You've got Tidus and Yuna. Tidus and Yuna. They literally yeah. picked the worst female character in Final Fantasy to give you the outfit for. Ugh. Well, the all the the related related stuff is based on Final Fantasy X, so it's either Yuna, Riku, or Lulu, I guess. I would have taken Riku Luda would have been over best. that. <laughs> fucking robe. Nobody wants that. <laughs> Nobody wants half jeans and half shorts on either. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, considering how small my characters are, half a breastplate like to protect you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Final Fantasy X had the worst character designs of Final Fantasy. Horrible. <laughs> so terrible. <sighs> Oren, okay, Oren. maybe Oren, but still. Uh. Needed more Queena. Quina. I don't know how you say his name. No, is it Quina? I don't know. No, that's. Quina. No, she's in. I'm the thinking of Quistis for some reason. Yeah. I'm thinking about the one that eats all the frogs. Oh, God, yeah. I think it's like quinoa, isn't it? <laughs> Which is like a type of grain, <laughs> grain type food. But, um, yeah, not sure. Yeah. You've got a character. robot, you. It's weird. Oh. You. Welcome to the robot hour. <laughs> <laughs> we are your host. We have replaced your host <laughs> with robots. So hopefully it'll go away and we'll be able to continue. A um, couple more bits. Um, Duke Nukem is back, possibly in just what is going to be a slightly tidied up Duke Nukem 3D. Eh. As much as I like Duke Nukem 3D and still think it's one of the best shooters ever you know, in terms of what it was, it's, I, I've already played that game on a PlayStation console before twice, and yeah, don't need to do it again. Even if it does look slightly nicer, it is still using the same assets by the sound of it. So, yeah. Who's releasing it? Um, Gearbox. Oh, course. yeah. No. The worst thing to happen to that franchise right there. Well, I don't know. I think 3D Realms were the worst things that happened to that franchise. <laughs> By 3D Realms started the franchise. What are you talking about? Yeah, but then they failed to finish it. <laughs> That's why they're the worst things out to the franchise. Because then they made it. someone else pick it up and release it without it ever being done properly. Anyway, uh, what else was there this week? Oh, uh, by the way, before we finish the Final Fifteen stuff, remember they've announced that there'll be DLC that won't be included yes, in the season that's pass. True. It's very true. And the season pass won't be included Which, in your two hundred seventy dollars collector's edition. I know. <laughs> I want to. I want to say that I'm going to call this now. Right now, I'm going to phone and call it now. I'm going to say that the DLC that's not included in the uh, season pass will be costumes and the soundtracks. For your truck, for your car, there'll probably be DLC soundtracks that you can purchase optionally that will add more sounds to you, more of the musics to all your car musics. and your your planes. All of the music from all the I'm going to go out and say you're going to miss out on summon battles that you can acquire for your team. Not going to be part of the season pass, and some big prologue or epilogue storyline. Well, we already know this, that we missed the epilogue storyline because the epilogue storyline is exclusive to GameStop. I'm talking about a different one. <laughs> like, completely different. Yeah, but it's okay. the proper it's, epilogue. It's a so. 2D brawler. I don't consider that anything. So, but. I'm tempted to buy two copies of the game just so I can have that. 
Your call then. Well, I might so I'm just, I think edition. there's going to be something that they're going to release DLC that's not part of the season pass that's going to really piss people off. Oosh. Like the, the ending. <laughs> Remember Pharmacy uh, 10 2. Oh, that's true. Right. Anyway. Well, no. <laughs> no, not 10 2, 13 2, sorry. 10 2 was just I think we'll, how it was. 10 3. Yeah, right? I think we'll wrap up anyway, anyway from there. And there's just, yeah, not a huge amount else. Um, yes, yeah, so we can do our shout-outs now, I think, which is cool. So, Ben, as per usual, if you would like to say what you are thankful for that isn't you. Well, well then that's going to lower it down to <laughs> two. Anyway, I'd like to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this. Uh, thank you to Phoenix Down Radio. I'm still looking forward to seeing you guys in Vegas. I'm looking, uh, thank you to Klaus. Thank you to anyone who's listening to this. Uh, so thank you to everyone. Yeah, I will say uh, thank you to everyone for who commented on the reposted best games of 2016 so far, which originally did say it was chosen by the staff, for asking why is this game not here, why is that game not here, when it clearly shows that it's picked by staff who've played games that they like. And if you're wondering why Dark Souls 3 isn't on there, is not on there because it got 8 out of 10 and I hate it. There you go. And no one else has played it. (laughs) (laughs) And if Overwatch isn't on there, it's because none of us have played Overwatch, uh, apart from the one guy who reviewed it. And he's no longer here. So, there you go. Um, What's an Overwatch? Is that that where you watch an over? Someone to watch over you, that sort of thing. Um, Yeah, so Ratchet & Clank, well, again, nobody liked it enough to have it on the list. And Trying to think what else there was. A um, few things on there, but it. There's no Final Fantasy 14. No, but then that didn't come out this year, so. <laughs> it's quite, that's quite a, a valid <laughs> thing, really, you know? It's, uh, I can find it. I want to find it again because I want to say see what it was. Anyway. Yes, Gary, what would you like to be thankful for on this day that isn't Thanksgiving? <laughs> uh pretty much everything you guys were uh fans thanks for <clears> listening uh please continue to listen excellent <clears throat> okay sorry that is uh episode 135 of this podcast done in the done in the dirt mike harridance might be here next week i'll keep saying it until uh it happens <laughs> <laughs> it will happen one day yeah. i promise and and oh, and just while I remember, Inside isn't on the uh, best game so far list because we haven't reviewed it yet, and it came out last week on PlayStation. Uh, all right, um, I will say goodbye, and Gary will say goodbye. Say goodbye, Gary. Goodbye. And we will, of course, leave you with Ben Shillaber Hall saying his final words. Go, Ben. Uh, I think I'll just leave it with the simple words of. Something that's not been said for a long time. It's it's etched into the, the walls of the pyramid and s- spoken of in hearsay. Believe, Believe in Gary. In Gary.